This is Vic and Ryan have a podcast. I'm Vic. And I'm Ryan. And we're coming at you with a special Valentine's Day episode. Things are getting intimate, so be warned, this episode contains mature content and strong language. We're going to be telling you our most intimate stories. Things are getting sexy with our special guest. Emily Truesdale. Tune in. Keep listening. Hey, Vic. Hey, Ryan. It's Valentine's Day. You know what that means? We're talking about sex and love. But mostly just sex. (laughs) Not really a lot of love yet, but we're getting there. Yeah, for today's episode, we're just going to share a few stories of uh, sexual adventures. Encounters. Or disasters. Yeah, if you're our parents... Don't listen to this episode. Please. Please don't. (laughs) And uh, we're kicking things off with a really special guest. We brought in our good friend and my roommate, Emily Truesdale. Hello. And she's going to kick us off with uh, her her sex story. Riveting tale of how she spiced it up in the bedroom one day. Oh, God. Okay. Hello, uh, Radio World. My name's Emily. I'm going to tell you about what has been dubbed just the jalapeno pepper sex story. Right. So, Emily, how did this start? Give us some background. Who is is this man? Some backstory. Uh, This guy that I... Okay, I met him on Tinder. (laughs) I'm not too proud to admit that. Um, We had been, like, casually seeing each other for, like, I don't know, two weeks, and I found out he's a virgin. And I'm like, that's cool. I'm down with that. I am not a virgin unless you're my pastor, in which case I still am. Um, But, okay, so we were going to take it slow, right? And then Mm -hmm. one night I invited him over. He met all my roommates. Uh, Everyone was like, yeah, no, like this guy's really cool. And then I made Jambalaya, uh, my personal favorite. Um, I've always had an issue with getting jalapeno pepper juice in my eyes while making jambalaya. So I made extra sure to wash my hands carefully after cutting up the pepper. So, you know, everything's going good. Touched my eyeball a few times. Everything was fine. I was like, sweet, I'm in the clear. So get a little bit, you know, drunk. Go off to my bedroom with this dude. And we start to, like, mix it up a bit, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, you know how it goes. Uh, so with my roommates in the next room, it was great. Really romantic and special. Uh, so, we end up, you know, everyone's clothes are coming off, uh, it's getting hot and spicy. Oh, yeah. That's foreshadowing. Oh. (laughs) Plot device. (laughs) And so, um, he doesn't really understand how to put on a condom, so I helped him out with that. Those virgins. Yeah, virgins. But I mean, hey, at least he wanted to use one. So I was like, sick, nice, I like this. So, you know, help him put it on because he didn't want him to feel bad or, like, embarrassed. And, you know, we kind of, like, very slowly started to, like, do the thing. Yeah. Uh, the old P and the V. <laughs> <laughs> well, not everyone does P and V, guys. You've got to be specific. It's true. I don't do that. Yeah. Ryan doesn't do that. <laughs> so, you know, things were going fine, kind of steady. And then things started to feel, you know, they were getting hot. And I thought, huh. Maybe it's just like the position. Let's switch things up maybe a little bit. Maybe it's one of those sensations condoms. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Really maybe he bought one. the maybe he bought the icy hot without yeah. my knowledge, yeah. and I just missed the icy part. Yeah. So, <laughs> so we switched it up a bit, and all of a sudden, I'm like, "Yeah, no, this doesn't feel good." So I kind of like rolled over, and he's like, "Are you okay?" And I'm like, 
get the fuck out of my way. <laughs> so, I'm sorry, was I not allowed to swear? <laughs> swear away. Okay. <laughs> so, I'm... I jump out of bed, I throw on a pair of pajama pants, and I run to the bathroom through my living room, which is full of my roommates. My best friend is being Skyped in for this, like, special meet-the-boyfriend thing, right? Uh, and my roommate kind of just looks at me, and she's like, oh, my God, are you okay? Like, what's wrong? Like, she thinks something terrible's happened, and something terrible had happened. And I said, I got pepper juice in my vagina. And they kind of look at me like, you got, you got what in, in where? I said, I got pepper juice in my vagina. So I run to the kitchen. I throw open the fridge and I grab every dairy product I can find because the one thing I'm remembering is that dairy products help with, like, spice, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, you're supposed to, like, drink milk when grab you eat 2%. something. Too. Grab the two. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, like, grabbing them. I don't care whose milk it was. I was grabbing every dairy product in there. There was, like, yogurt. It was horrible. <laughs> and my friend is coming to the – my roommate comes to the door and she's like – I've got some half and half cream if you need it. And I'm like, okay. So I get all the dairy products. I jump in the bathtub and I spend the rest of the night pouring them all on my badge. That's beautiful. It was great. And this poor guy, meanwhile. Yeah, yeah what about him? You're married now, right? <laughs> yes. No. Okay. This dude like sheepishly comes out of my bedroom and has to sit in the living room with my roommates who are like drunk assholes laughing hysterically at him. Like, I would feel really bad that I made his first time, like, low-key, high-key traumatic, but then he stalked me for, like, a month. So, and you know what? He got what was coming to him. It's fine. <laughs> and, yeah, that is the jalapeno pepper and vagina story. A lot of people knew it before. It's legendary. And now more people know it. I don't know if anything can top that. I mean, you can try. We can try to climb up to the top, Vic. Well, <laughs> that you can. So, uh... Some of you may know that I went to Italy last year on a class trip. I went to take an art history course, and we went to Florence. It was great. Shout out to anyone who's listening who was there. Uh, If it's Jeanette, though, I love you, but you might not want to listen to this. That's my prof. She was great. But (laughs) So, uh, also, if you're an Italian nun, probably turn this off. The young pope, you can stay. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so we were in Florence, and it was, I believe, our fourth day there. And this was the night we wanted to go out um, to drink, and we went to this little dive bar called Uncle Jimmy's. Um, We had pre-drunk a little before, but because, you know, Italy, history, we were actually staying in what used to be, like, a nunnery, right beside a church, Um, and there were, like, nuns there. We had a curfew of 1 a.m., and, like, you weren't supposed to drink, even though we did, because what else will you do when you have one Euro Italian wine available? (laughs) Love that box wine. It was great. It's amazing. That's a really good deal. (laughs) So we had uh, secretly pre-drunk a little bit before we went um, out, or even, like, in the piazza, the little town square, we drank a bit, because that's a thing in Italy. That's a thing in most other places other than, like, Canada and majority of the states and stuff. And it's... I'm so jealous. I would love to legally drink on the street. Yeah. But anyway, so we went to this little bar and went up to, like, the bar and ordered, I guess, a round of beer or shots or whatever people were drinking. There was probably five or six of us there. And this Italian guy... I don't know, somehow we made eye contact, and I think he had a friend there as well, 
who started maybe talking to one of the other girls. But anyway, this Italian guy offered to buy me a drink. And he did. And we, I don't know, he was like, oh, let's go outside. I think there was probably a cigarette offered. Again, sorry, mom, if you're listening. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, we were outside. And, like, next thing I knew, I didn't know where anyone I'd come to the bar with was. It's okay, don't worry. I find them again later, kind of. (laughs) To be continued. (laughs) And... (laughs) So, this guy and I were outside, he bought me a drink, and started making out. Um, and at this point, because we were already, I had already been drinking, I was, like, pretty drunk. And he had this great idea to, like, go make out in the bathroom of this sketchy bar, which was awful. It was, like, a single bathroom, like, it wasn't stalls or anything, which was, again, really weird. Um, but, like, obviously there was a long lineup for the bathroom, so that didn't happen. So, next thing we knew, like, after we'd had a couple drinks, we were walking away from the bar. Um, and I had, like, found the rest of the people I knew by then, and they had all gone home. They were like, Vic, you do this. (laughs) Um, How do you say get it, girl, in Italian? (laughs) I don't actually know. I don't know. Girl is like ragazza. I know that. (laughs) That's beautiful. I bet it's a really beautiful sentence. Continue. See ragazza. Anyway, um, and we started walking around me and this guy, and he was like, oh, well, we could go back to my place, but it's about a 40-minute bus ride. And at this point, it was already, like, midnight, so I was like, I don't think I want to go to your house, sketchy Italian man. Mm -hmm. Uh, He wasn't that sketchy, but, you know, strange country. <laughs> yep, yeah, yeah. Smart choices. Be smart. Love it. Yeah, the, the don't n- the just nuns wait. Are expecting I'm, you. I'm yeah. smart, and the nuns were expecting me by one a.m. Needless to say, like that didn't happen. Jesus um, and I told this guy like we can't go back to the nunnery either or the casa um, because like I had two roommates. Hi Morgan and no Jesus is always watching. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, so we couldn't go there. So what we started doing was like walking into random hotels and being like do you have a room? (laughs) And, like, we were definitely going to stay in a hotel room for a night. I don't know. But every hotel room was booked. I didn't actually know because it was, like, they were speaking in Italian, Mm -hmm. so I couldn't understand his conversation with the hotel ears. But basically I got the idea that all the hotel rooms were, like, booked because it was a Saturday night. There was no room at the inn. (laughs) There was. There was no room at the inn. (laughs) Like, just like Mary and Joseph. Uh Uh-huh. Exactly. So... The allegory. (laughs) Christ be with us. We uh, continued to wander around and, like, made out in some little parks and stuff. And I was like, you know what? You should just, like, walk me home. Um, So we headed back in the direction of the castle that I was staying at, but, like, knew we couldn't go inside because of the nuns. And, like, there was a big door at the front that you have to buzz to get in. And this little angry nun would come if you were after curfew and yell at you in Italian. (laughs) So, we had gotten home to my place, and, like, still, along the way, searched for hotels, didn't find any, and then, uh, across... What to your wandering eyes should appear? Yes, we're in, we're in the square in front of the place I was staying, but directly opposite this was another building... Um, and the other two buildings on the other sides of the square were both churches, I think. No, one was a church, one was a bar, because Italy. Mm-hmm. Um, but the other one was just some residential building or office building that was, like, under construction. Yeah. So, on the side of the building, there was, like, a big wall of scaffolding. 
And so I don't know how it happened, but this Italian guy dragged, <laughs> dragged me over. <laughs> it was voluntary, don't okay. worry. You're going to get Interpol, like, <laughs> investigating. <laughs> it was voluntary, and basically we climbed up the scaffolding, which was, you know, translucent, not transparent, but, you know, definitely if there was some lighting in that square. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it was 3 a.m., so show. I don't think anyone was out, but, like, if you had been in the casa directly across the square and looked out your window, you never know. That was that was you. That, that was, was you. That was me. So <laughs> Hello, viewers. <laughs> there was that, um, and then I went home, and I saw him once more during the trip, um... But I, I'm pretty infamous now uh, on the Florence trip because other than, like, a girl who got to see her boyfriend in Europe and some other things, I think I'm the only one who got some action while we were in Florence, which is... You know, Congratulations. Thanks. I'm so happy Thanks for you. so much. <laughs> oh my god, you should tell them about our group chat. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, uh, and yeah. after telling that story to my friends... Um, to Ryan and to Emily here and our other friend, other Emily, hey Em, um, we have a group chat named Scaffolding Squad. Just to pay homage to that whole situation. <laughs> Beautiful. So. Infamous. Yeah. That's the story of go down in history. my most public sex act oh god, imagine. <laughs> to date. We'll see. Oh my god, that was beautiful. Mm. There were so many like strong religious references there like no room at the inn you were in a nunnery what if you had gotten pregnant and given birth to the second coming the second coming the second coming <laughs> of jesus christ thankfully that didn't happen I'm really, but I'm really glad i might we, you never know i i'd like to go back to italy someday oh my god reunite on Track the scaffolding oh. hopefully the scaffolding unless their building plans are as bad as halifax yeah. uh hashtag nova center the yeah. scaffolding is hopefully gone by now yeah you'd think oh my god jeez <laughs> Find some scaffolding somewhere. Any more scaffolding. The stand-in scaffolding. All right. So that's two out of three stories. And we're coming at you with one more. Come on, Ryan. Bring it home. All right. All right. So this is is what's known as the turkey leg story. Already promising. (laughs) Okay. Slightly larger than the chicken leg story. Yes. It is. It's actually (laughs) quite a bit larger than a drumstick. Oh, well. Happy Thanksgiving. (laughs) So this happened, it was a bit after um, I had gone through a breakup, and I was like, I'm ready to get back in the game. So I got set up on, like, a blind date with uh, this guy, and we went on a nice date. Like, it was fine. A lot of weird stuff happened on the date that was just, like, random. Like, we witnessed a car accident. That's a good old <laughs> And, like, rescued some people. Oh. <laughs> I, 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 that's the so one. It was obviously meant to be. Yeah, oh, we, yeah. we, like, literally within 30 seconds of meeting each other, we had to work together to lift a car. Wow. <laughs> that's beautiful. <laughs> so, anyway, we go back to his place and we enter his bedroom. And it's a literal trash heap. Like, garbage. Everywhere, piles of clothes everywhere. Um, not only was there piles of clothes, there was also the remains of many animals. What type of animals are we talking? We're talking about? squirrels. We're talking raccoons. We're talking mice. 
We're talking bones and carcasses everywhere. Was this like intentional? Yes. He collected them. Oh my God. Was he like he, a Satanist? No, like, he was really into taxidermy. Oh my God. First, like first uh, idea that that is not okay. Get out of the house, Ryan. I wonder no. if you're into taxidermy if you're considered a furry. So, so we're in his bedroom. Garbage everywhere. Clothes everywhere. Animal remains everywhere. So he... What he did was he would dissolve the flesh from the animals, and he would turn the bones into crafts. Oh my god! Uh, he had a he had a coat. <laughs> he, had a, <laughs> he had a coat made out of animal bones. Bones? Yes. He had Not like a, fur. No bones. No. This is almost as traumatic as my sixteenth birthday. Keep there going. was a mobile hanging from the ceiling. Oh a bone. A bone mobile. Yes, a bone mobile. Ooh. Um, and um, their clothes were all in like random piles. At one point, he tried to like clean up and like shuffle some of the piles around. I couldn't tell what he was doing with them. He took like a sock from one pile, a t-shirt from another pile, and put them in a grocery bag. Oh, he had a dresser in there, but there was no clothes in there, as far as I could tell. I just remember looking at the dresser at one point and being like, if all of the clothes are on the floor, what the hell is in that dresser? <laughs> More bones. But, you know, it had been a while since I had gotten any action. And, like, he was a nice guy, like, other than the mess... Things were going well. Other than the animal carcasses, he seemed like a nice guy. I feel like that's guy. a red flag. Yeah. He was really sweet. There were some other issues that presented themselves, but I looked past them. <laughs> anyway. Um, so, we were on his bed, which was a pile of couch cushions. With some blankets thrown over top. Um, if you lied in the bed, you were on a, a pretty steep slope with your head at the bottom. Okay. Uh, anyway, we were in his bed. Or on on his bed. Mm, uh, don't want to get in No, bed. we weren't in. We were on the bed. On bed. We were, you know, getting a bit frisky. And his wandering hand reached under a pile of clothes. <laughs> Nearby, and he pulled out a turkey leg, like the the cooked leg of a turkey. <gasps> Not See, the bones. If it was the bones, I wouldn't have been surprised because there was bones everywhere. There, I was. If I looked up, there were bones hanging from the ceiling. Um, but no, this was like leftover from your turkey dinner turkey leg. And he said, "Oh." This is leftovers that my mom sent home with me after Easter. Now, this is a good, like, month, month and a half after Easter. Oh, no. So I said, get that away from me right now. (laughs) To the turkey leg or? No, no, to to the guy. Who did you Uh, want away from you? So he said, okay, no problem. He reached somewhere unknown. I don't know where it was. He pulled out a can of Pringles. Uh, Ah, No! He opens the can of Pringles. He did it! He dumps the Pringles on the floor. A perfectly good can of Pringles. Oh my god. It was mostly empty. But he takes the turkey leg and shoves it into that can of Pringles. 
Wow, that's some strong imagery. <laughs> that was a, a pretty good metaphor of what he tried to do later. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, anyway, he put the lid back on the can of Pringles, set it on his bedside table, and uh, continued. Oh, my. With the... And you let that happen? I did, and... um. See, this was a pretty dark time in my life, Vic. I would say. I had, uh, I, I did continue to hook up with this man for a good two months. I hope you did it at your house. Because, uh, like, I've did... been to your house and there are, are like, almost no animal bones. No, there, there are no animal bones, as far as I can tell in my home. But anyway, th- those were some dark months. God. And that's how it all began. Yeah? It should have been the last time. But it wasn't. So, listeners, learn from my mistakes. Um, If there's a red flag, uh, pay attention to it. If there's a hundred red flags, pay attention to it even more. If there's a hundred red flags and they're all dead animals, (laughs) run! (laughs) Anyway, I think I wanted to get some Pringles on my way home. Yeah, That sounds good, actually. I think I'm off Pringles forever. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. (laughs) I'd be scared that, like, turkey forever. I'd just be scared that I would open up the Pringles and inside would be a freaking turkey leg. Oh, my God. But, I mean... Lord. <laughs> well, guys, that was a, a great Valentine's Day episode, I think. I don't think I believe in love after that. Emily Truesdale, do you want the listeners to follow you on Twitter or anything else? Oh, hells yeah. Twitter would be great. It's Emily underscore Truesdale. It's uh, T-R-U-E-S-D-A-L-E. Emily- on Instagram, she's Emily Falsdale. Yeah, just to shake it up a bit. So, happy Valentine's Day. Yeah, spend it with someone you love or can tolerate. Spend it with someone who doesn't have animal bones in their bedroom. Yeah, and preferably, like, four walls and a roof over you. Yeah. Or if you're me, spend it in bed with Ben and Jerry's and my cat. And if you're going to cook anything, make sure you wash your hands before touching any genitals. Have a safe and sexy Valentine's Day. We'll see you next week. This has been Vic and Ryan Have a Podcast. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.